Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for tuning in to Benzinga's Daily Stocks Watch podcast, a place where each trading day you can get at least a handful of trading ideas to start your day. I hope everyone had a really nice weekend. I hope everyone is ready to get kicked off and get some good trading and investing here this week. Today is Monday, January 23rd, 2023, 123. 23. Mike, how was your weekend, sir? It was great, Brenty. Happy Monday to you and to all of our watchers and listeners. Hope everyone else had a, a great one, too. It was a uh, yeah, good, restful weekend. Had a wonderful brunch yesterday with a bunch of people. Ooh. Some mimosas, some coffee, hot chocolate. Um, so a good, enjoyable social weekend. But now we're back in the week, and nice. it's, uh, it's great to be in another week. Glad to hear you had a nice week. Weekend. Glad it sounds. Glad it sounds like you're ready for, for this week. If you're joining us on Twitter, you can see we got another little co-host here today. It's Fred. He's sleeping here next to me. If you're on Spotify or Apple and you can't see Fred, I'm sorry. He is super cute, and and maybe you should come check us out on Twitter so you can see Fred every once in a while. All right, folks, we're going to start with a quick preview of our list, list of at least five stocks each day. That list is generated by a few of us here at Benzinga, some stocks that we have on our radar for the day, for the week. Maybe there was a big news item we want to make sure is on your radar. Maybe we have reason to believe there is an upcoming news catalyst we want to get on your radar. Maybe we're hearing some of our community members around Benzinga talking about these stocks. And we think you should maybe put them on a watch list, put them on a chart, see how some of the stocks trade. Maybe you make a trade, maybe you make an investment. Maybe you do neither, but you tune into the podcast in about 10 or 15 minutes, you get some good education and some good knowledge. Our first stock to watch for the day is one that we've discussed uh, at least once before in the last month or so, Palo Alto Networks. P-A-N-W is the ticker. Stock to watch number two, a home builder, D-R Horton, D-H-I. Stock to watch number three, Vera Bradley, ticker V-R-A. Number four is Southwest Air, that's L-U-V. And our last stock to watch for today to get this week's list going is Wayfair. It's ticker W. Mike, if you could, please get us kicked off with why we're talking about Palo Alto again here to start this week. Let's do it. Yeah, we've got some uh, some some pretty pretty substantial uh, coverage coming in from Morgan Stanley and some other analysts for Palo Alto that some some shifting uh, tones, some pretty impressively shifting tones. So analysts at Morgan Stanley uh, were highlighting as a top pick for 2023, and we're back at it this week with a note which described it as an exceptional opportunity to quote them uh, and some some actual quotes from. The, the note about three reasons why they love PANW right now. Uh, one is our Q4 survey shows 100% of Palo Alto Network resellers in line or above plan while broader macro uncertainty should temper investor expectations. We haven't seen 100% positive reseller performance in the 10 plus years that we've conducted this survey. So that's wow. that right there is some pretty p- powerful numbers. B, we see potential for meaningful margin expansion as Palo Alto is coming out of a multi-year investment cycle. So that's another big, nice green check mark. And C, the 
Palo Alto business model is far more durable and predictable versus a few years ago with 78% recurring revenue mix and nearly half of total billings generated from next-gen security services. And this is coming from, from Morgan Stanley, which, Brenta, you were mentioning earlier, they're not really impressed and not really uh, super optimistic in the cybersecurity market. So this is some some uh, some pretty impressive uh, pretty impressive note here. Yeah, they're they're like not favorable on cybersecurity. Even they have a few stocks that they do like in the cybersecurity place, but uh, cybersecurity space. But for the most part, Morgan Stanley is like neutral to bearish on cybersecurity in general. We heard about this call on Palo Alto as a top pick from Morgan Stanley two Fridays ago, and usually with uh sell side commentary where analysts are like highlighting sort of like a dramatic call a favorite pick or a least favorite pick usually you won't see analysts revisit those calls again for at least like a quarter or something like that when i saw the note here today on palo alto especially in contrast to the rest of cybersecurity and i remembered that hey we just talked about palo alto on the podcast and morgan stanley just had this call i thought it was notable that they were kind of like revisiting it again with if you ask me some even more dramatic commentary saying this is an ex- exceptional opportunity right here something that uh we're gonna want to watch for it seems like a lot of the first half of 2023 but for some reason morgan stanley is really kind of like you know pounding the table here on this call in Palo Alto, maybe they feel that when they had this call a couple Fridays ago, maybe they feel, maybe they felt like it didn't get enough traction from, from their, from their clients. Stock to watch two folks is DR Horton DHI. This is one of a handful of home of publicly traded home building stocks. Company will be reporting their quarterly results on Tuesday before market open. That's tomorrow before market open. I believe this is going to be the first company in the home building space to have their quarterly results. We've talked about the importance of monitoring in earnings. Sec, like in when news out of earnings is coming, uh, how it's important to look at the first stock or two, first company or two in a sector to try to get a read on how performance in the rest of that sector is going to be. So you're going to hear us talking about uh, a couple other home builders with their earnings on the podcast in the next few weeks or so. Look to Dr. Horton here tomorrow. If you are an investor in that space or prospective investor in that space, again, to see if we can get a little gauge on how performance last quarter was for that group. And if you've been a longtime listener, you've you've probably heard us, you know, in the few the past few months talk about, you know, whenever the whenever the home builders are releasing their earnings, it's always whether you're invested in them or not. If you're interested at all in the the macro economy and the real estate industry and and sure. how the economy is looking, it's not a bad idea at all to keep track of these things. So go on your Benzinga Pro watch lists. If you have like a macro indicators watch list or something, slap DR Horton and maybe some other home builders in there or on your Benzinga.com watch list too. But you could do like a Toll, T-O-L. You could do like a Lennar, L-E-N. Those are a couple other big home builders that you want to watch. I really like that idea, Mike, of having a, you know, like a macro watch list where you kind of like are throwing a bunch of different sectors into a watch list and maybe you can get a, a wide swath of exposure like really quickly in one little watch list window. There we go. That's what we're here for. Giving you giving you insights, ideas, and uh, 
you know, a little, a little entertainment every morning. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Stock to watch number three is Vera Bradley, ticker VRA. And this is a play on some bullish analyst sentiment um, by small cap consumer research's Eric Bader. I think that's, I hope that's how I pronounce your name, Eric. Sorry if it wasn't. Um, and he reported that Vera Bradley remains an emerging turnaround play heading into Valentine's Day and the spring in March. Uh, with a buy rating, a $9 price target, and a, he had a meeting with company management and execs. And I think you had some more color on that and specifically on the analyst, Brent. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if in a, in a Vera Bradley shares are trading around like the 560 level today, you know, we got a good like $3 of upside here for arguably a penny stock. That's a lot of upside. Uh, a couple uh, extra little comments here from the analysts, and then I'll describe why you ladies and gentlemen out there might want to be interested in this analyst and this research firm who maybe you haven't heard of before. So um, Eric's saying that while January remains primarily a clearance month for retailers, there were key pluses from our visit with management slash executives Within uh, with the initial rollout of spring items in outlet stores and a new fabric launch, which is called the Featherweight Collection, for full price stores and the rollout of the Valentine's Day capsule collection in both full price and outlet locations. Um, yeah, the the analyst here, Eric. So this this guy was I, I was talking with this guy in like middle of January 2020. Think about where we were in the in the world in January of 2020, and I was really intrigued. I had never talked to this person before, but he wanted to get on a call with me. And when when we chatted, the main thing he was talking about back in mid January 2020 was COVID, and he was saying that this is going to be way bigger than any of us are thinking right now. This is going to be on you know a global scale. This is going to be something that could dominate our news flow for like the next year. That's what he was saying in the middle of January, 2020, we, you know, th this, this person really helped me get like my research going on COVID, uh, the conviction he was speaking about COVID and the coronavirus. I don't even know if it was called COVID then it was called coronavirus. The conviction that he was speaking about this stuff back then got me to start doing my own research. And, you know, I was really a good, like, month couple months ahead of where a lot of other investors were because this person's really prescient call i've been tracking you know eric's calls for quite some time he has a lot of good calls uh i really like this call here um vera bradley heading into valentine's day and the spring again a buy rating and a nine dollar price target on vra shares did that help you did that help validate eric for you at all mike Definitely. Definitely. Awesome, yeah. That, that awesome. was, uh, I feel like the January, 2020 is such an interesting inflection point to, to look back right. on and pe right. you know, the people who were actively aware that things were not just going to be uh, business as usual. Are yep. Huge. Here we are three years later and you know, <laughs> it's, it's still, it's still a big thing. Uh, unfortunately. Sack to watch number four is Southwest Air. It's ticker LUV, a play on continued earnings out of the airline space. For the podcast, we've been talking about the importance of tracking airline earnings. Um, 
because of themselves and also because they are now really one of besides the US big banks, they're kind of really the like first big sector to report where investors can start using new information coming in coming in from over the last quarter to, you know, update their macro picture. Southwest has obviously been the one that will ha- has been getting the most scrutiny and for the earnings season likely will get the most scrutiny as they were, you know, the ones that had to cancel a lot of flights over the holiday and they kind of set off a little bit of an imbalance in the whole airline space when other carriers had to like kind of pick up some of those flights. Think about some of the price action in the airline space over the last few months though. So if uh you know Delta has Delta has been strongly outperforming over the last year or so. Delta shares up about 20% over the last year. United shares up about 3% over the last year. Southwest shares down about 15% over the last year or so. And, you know, if you look at the Southwest chart, the cancellation issue, which happened around Christmas time, I mean, the stock took a hit, yes. But since then, shares have already rebounded and they are kind of like you know notably higher from where the stock was trading at like mid to the end of december uh southwest is going to be reporting on thursday of this week uh keep in mind that you know delta had a kind of like mixed report american air had a better than expected report and shares went a lot high a lot higher you know if again if 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 Investors in the airline space are going to be scrutinizing one name into earnings. It's probably going to be Southwest, and we'll get a little bit more color from them uh, later this week. Well, it'd be interesting to see if they comment on, you know, whether or not some of the tools they use to try and remedy the situation with customer loyalty worked, if they have any kind of information on that, if they have any information on, you know, any feedback from customers that they're implementing, any, uh, things looking forward rather than maybe just kind of ignoring what happened or something that's, along those lines. That's a really good question you're asking, Mike. And that's a kind of question that an analyst is likely going to be asking on the company's conference call. So if you are looking for insight into that stuff, that that's a really good point you're making, Mike. You're going to have to probably tune into the Southwest Air conference call um, and hear what some of the analysts might be asking to company management. Awesome. That's a that's a big compliment. If I can think of a question that a sell side analyst is thinking Agreed. Of, Agreed. <laughs> Ticker number five is Wayfair. W, very simple. Sell side analysts were more favorable on Wayfair following news of a workforce reduction and guidance from the company on Friday. Uh, analysts at JP Morgan and Wedbush upgraded the stock to a bit of a buy rating. Analysts that was today. Yes, exactly. That, that's a good point. <laughs> that is today. And an analyst at Oppenheimer reported that chances of a worst case scenario for Wayfair have now lessened. Now, that's an interesting, an interesting way mm-hmm. to put it. Um, but a little more color there from the Oppenheimer note, quote, overall, while near and longer term risks for Wayfair persist, and the company's unique e-commerce model remains largely experimental. We believe that recent positive developments of the company serve to lessen meaningfully chances of a worst case scenario. And this is after some sell side with sell ratings of the company now switching all the way to buy. Yeah, that Oppenheimer analyst or excuse me, that JP Morgan analyst had like uh, the equivalent of a sell rating on Wayfair. I think it, for JP Morgan, it's called an underweight 
with the upgrade here from JP Morgan today, they took it all the way to overweight. So they like upgraded it, you know, like two levels basically. Um, when, when that kind of dramatic recommendation change happens by the sell side, by the analyst, you don't know if it's because the analyst was so far out of touch with a company's management or a company or a stock that they haven't, they hadn't like looked at the stock in a while. I don't know if that's the case for the JP Morgan analyst, but you know, just like a little bit of a warning when you, when you do see these like multi-level recommendation changes by the sell side, it's not always because they are now so convicted. Sometimes it's because they were so not convicted before that, you know, they kind of like are playing catch up a little bit, just a little bit, just a little warning there. All right, folks, that is going to wrap it up for Monday's edition of Benzinga's Daily Stocks Watch Podcast. If you are tuned into us on Twitter, please leave us a comment about the socks that we're looking at today. If you have socks that you're looking at for your week, let us know. We're definitely receptive to hearing what our fans are looking at. And if you have any feedback for us, we'd love to hear some feedback from you also. All right, folks. Hope everyone has an excellent trading day. We'll be back tomorrow with Tuesday's edition of Benzinga's Daily Socks Watch Podcast. Thanks for watching, everyone. Later. Happy Monday, everybody. Woo! Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now! and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.